can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. I did send you something, Joe, this week. Yes, you did. And I was like, I need, you've got to the bottom of it, haven't you? Explain what you sent me. Oh, so Rihanna posted this IGTV of like every famous person saying how good she smells. And it's just like, (laughs) go to her Instagram. Made me laugh that she posted that. Yes. (laughs) And it was like how she just smells. She's the best smelling. Like, what's your favorite smell, Rihanna? Like, it was yeah, just there would have been con- fifteen people. Yeah, that all said same. she just smells amazing. Yeah, and I said we have to find out what the hell this is because yeah. I need it in my life. Yeah, and when you put me on a detective task, <laughs> you know that I'll come through. Yes. Um. So I did find out that. Rihanna does actually rotate a few different perfumes, but the one that she apparently wears the most is by Killian and it's called Love, Don't Be Shy. Mm-hmm. And it's about 350 bucks. You can just buy it from like, I don't know, DJs or other perfume shops, whatever. Uh, we don't stock it at a door, but its notes are Neroli, Orange Blossom and Marshmallow. I love those and notes. And it was the marshmallow that got me because I was like, that would be sweet. And remember how um, I think it was Michael from ADP said that males really like vanilla scents yes. on women. Yes. So I thought maybe because marshmallows have that like sweet vanilla-y smell. Right. I love orange. The or- Is that orange blossom? Yeah, orange blossom. That is a beautiful scent. I can't imagine marshmallow. Like but- I've never smelt this fragrance, so I can't even imagine really what it smells like. Should we go to DJ's when this is all over? Maybe, and, um, yeah. Have a smell. We yeah. might have to. I might just have to buy it. Give them another shout-out on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, direct competitor. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, But apparently that is one of the fragrances she wears, but she does rotate a few. So I couldn't find the complete list, uh, but that was definitely at the top. I'll read the fragrance story. So it says, First love's innocence makes itself known with juicy honeysuckle and plush rose softly caressed by the sweetness of luscious marshmallow sugar accord satisfying the craving pang of new love. A warm amber base lends a pulsing touch of sensuality, hinting the possibility of soon knowing another soul inside and out. Interesting. That's the fragrance story. So I don't know. I think Rihanna's onto something. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go and get that. Or she just has like her natural scent is just Yeah, or her just natural smell is intoxicating. Yeah. Which actually leads us into today's cringy combo. So can you tell us what's on today's episode, Hannah, please? So on today's episode for the cringy combo, we are talking about what smell are you embarrassed to admit you like. So (laughs) listeners sent in their responses. Then we're chatting all things mascara with Megan from the content team at Adore and, of course, the products we didn't know we needed. I'm really excited for this. I haven't read the responses. <laughs> so I actually had to go through it again before and I counted all of them and 216 of you wow. sent through responses, which I just love the participation. Yeah. I just really appreciate it because that's what makes the show. So I've put together the most popular list 
and then the uncommon list. Okay. So you <laughs> messaged me going, surely everyone's going to say their own farts. Yeah. And you weren't far off. <laughs> I'm glad. I knew it. I knew because yeah. people hate the smell of other people's farts, but it's not yes. that they like the smell of their own farts. It's that they don't mind it. No, they definitely said they like it. Oh, okay. There was a lot of people that said like it, love it, especially after broccoli or in the shower. Um, Very specific uh, farts, mind you. Oh, you guys. Yeah. So that was probably the second most popular response. The most popular was petrol, not surprisingly. Um, So when I put the story up, I said, what smell are you embarrassed to admit you like? So I did encourage people to like say they're disgusting ones, not like regular smells. Yeah. Um, a lot of people said paint and sharpies or like permanent like, textures. Is this like people wanting to get high from like petrol and paint yeah, smells? I, I mean, I love the smell of permanent textures. Absolutely okay. love it. Like I could sniff a permanent texture all day. Yeah. A lot of people said nail salons as well. This is like which all, again, it's fumes. These, these are the fumes <laughs> that make you high, but okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get on to pets. So a lot of people... And I think a lot of people thought this was uncommon, but it actually ended up being one of the most common things people said was their pet's paws. And a lot of people said they smell like Doritos, like their dog or cat's paws and their breath, which I relate to because I love my cat's breath. Oh, my God, gross. Um, Especially old dogs, their breath. No, I don't like dog breath. I like cat breath. Like No, but especially when older dogs have issues with their teeth. Yeah, um, it is like putrid, absolutely putrid. <laughs> uh, I I loved those responses because I I do like the smell of my cat's paws and breath, so I can relate. Okay. To that. Um, the other one, which relates back to our intro about uh, Rihanna, maybe just having a naturally amazing body odor. Yeah. Heaps of people said <laughs> they love the smell of their partner's armpits or their BO. So they were like, when my partner's really sweaty, I was like, what? It's pheromones. That's the pheromones. Totally. I I don't think I've ever related to that. I can't recall ever being I think I can relate. Not like when they've like not showered or like. Yeah. But yeah, no, I get that. I get that. After a workout? Just like, I think it must be like the sweaty, I don't know. That's the pheromone. Something about yeah, them that okay. we like the smell of. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, is there is there research on this? There must be, surely. Why do I like my partner's BO? The smell of your partner becomes a way to identify with that person, even if you're not always fully aware of it. Their scent becomes comforting and a source of positive feeling, so you come to enjoy mm. it. This is from a, a Vice article. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. Okay. Um, the other very popular one was the smell of your earrings slash earring no, buttons when you take them no, off. No, that's disgusting. That's like, yeah. sorry. Don't judge the people. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I just know what that. They sm- shared this in confidence. I know what the smell of like your earring gunk is. Yeah. It's I like- don't mind it, guys. I won't judge oh. you. <laughs> it smells like. Gunk though, belly button gunk. It doesn't yeah. smell good. Someone did say their belly button gunk, by the oh, way. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm not going to judge. No judgment. Another very popular one that I also related to was the smell of your um your hands or your fingernails after itching an oily scalp. Have you ever done that, Hannah? It sounds like something I would do, but no. Yeah, it I've does. Never, never done that. Never. Never. What smell- smells do you like? What 
What are you embarrassed to admit you like your own farts? I actually don't even like the smell of my own farts. I just don't. Oh, I, grow I, up. Hannah. No, I don't. <laughs> my, I, like it's, I don't, I'm not disgusted by the smell of my own farts. Okay. Um, and then the last very popular one was cigarette smoke. Yet everybody who said that said, I don't actually smoke, but I like the smell of cigarette smoke. Yeah. Okay. Which I cannot relate to at all. I hate the smell of cigarette smoke. I don't mind it. It's like Cuban tobacco, but like same. No, 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 no. When I was in (laughs) Europe and you know how they don't have any like smoking rules and they just smoke everywhere. Like you're trying to eat outside and someone's blowing smoke in your face. I could not deal with that. I was honestly having a breakdown every day about it. So that made me very grateful for Australia, like the rules that we have here around smoking, because I just cannot stand it. The uncommon responses that we got that I thought was were very funny. Um, two people said durian, you know, that really smelly fruit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two people said that. And I was like, really? That actually smells like human shit. The next one, um, I can't deal with the next the one. Next Sorry. One, Sorry. My own baby's poop. First few weeks, it smelled like movie popcorn. That's baby that, brain. She wasn't the only person who said that through. Oh. There was two others that said that. Um, what? It's still poo. Yeah, it's still poo at the end of the day. Yeah, it is. Um, the next person said, I would buy a perfume that smelled like Subway bread if I could. Yeah. <laughs> I think you either, either love or hate love the smell of Subway. Subway, yep, love the smell. Another person said, the pig farm I drive past, when I smell it, I automatically get hungry. <gasps> and all I could think was a pig farm surely smells like manure. It's like poo. Yeah. <laughs> Another one was dog food or cat food. Which oh, I, just, I can't no. understand that one. Sorry. No. Um, tennis balls and my housemate actually sent one in that said tennis balls. There was a handful of people that said that, and also another handful of people that said anchovies. Can we can we just go back to the husband loves the smell of crap? Yes. No. I I want to address this one last because they had they have a scent. Yes. Okay. So this person said I actually laughed out loud when I wrote this one down because <laughs> I hadn't seen it yet. She wrote, my husband loves the smell of Crown Casino. I'm embarrassed for him. <laughs> no, there's it's a specific scent that's not it embarrassing. Is. Like they, So there's a reason that um, casinos have a certain fragrance and it is to entice people to stay there or return there. So I actually looked this up because my ex-boyfriend was big into poker and I remember him telling me because I was like, Crown has such a distinct smell. And he was like, yeah, it's because they want people to stay here and gamble. I will say that um, the fragrance thing is alleged. Uh, that alleged. is something that I read in an article. Yep, nice. Yeah. Um, but I still can't think of a scent that I'm embarrassed to admit that I like. I don't mind my own BO. Like if I don't put yeah. deodorant on and I go 24 hours, I actually think it smells quite nice. Like, Why am I the sicko here? Why am I the one <laughs> relating to all of our listeners? <laughs> But I definitely do not like the smell of pets. I don't like pets in general or or animals in general. So that's not, yeah. Hannah, I'm going to put it out there. That makes you maybe a serial killer. Yeah, maybe. Who doesn't like pets? But I also don't eat animals. Like I just don't like animals in general. Like I think in any I'm, way, I don't, I don't like know. eating them. I don't like them as pets. I'm just not an animal person. It's funny because all my friends like yell at their dogs to get off me, but their dogs love me. Like dogs yeah. love me and they just yes, like. Yes, no, they flock to people that don't like them. Yeah, And it's like it's like I'm playing hard to get and they just want yeah. more. Like, And I'm yes. like, no. Well, thank you so much to all of our listeners that contributed to this segment. Very much appreciate it. Love your participation. Please mm. keep doing it. Um, and if you have any other topics that you think we should cover that you'd like to contribute yes. to, please 
DM us. Always open to hearing it. So Matthew and I were chatting about topics for the podcast and this idea kind of came about because Hannah, I'd seen one of your Instagram stories. You were talking about a new mascara that you were using and I thought, let's get our girl Megsy back on the show to talk all things mascaras. But firstly, hi, Megsy. Hey. <laughs> hi, everyone. Firstly, <laughs> Hannah, what was the mascara and why was it life-changing? Because I know you're into tubing mascaras. Yeah, and I can't – I did look online. It was the Lancome Lashy Doll, and I was looking online to see if it was a tubing mascara, and I couldn't quite figure out if it was. But it was definitely one of those mascaras that doesn't move. Like it wasn't so for oily skinned gals, yeah, that end up looking like pandas at the end yes. of the night. That's what you'd recommend. I either the Estee Lauder Sumptuous Rebel or this Longcom mm. Lashy Doll, both really good. But I just couldn't tell if it was a tubing mascara. It was quite difficult to get off. Not okay, terribly difficult, but those ones are, are much harder to get off. The reason mm-hmm. I tested it, I went on a date, and I, you know me, I get quite sweaty on dates. And I yes. got in. Uh, <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> exactly. I got in the car and I looked in the mirror when I got home, and there was like nothing on my face. Which would is, you normally go to the bathroom during a date and you'd have mascara on your face? Uh, oh, we left that out, that cryotherapy thing the other day. I had mascara all over yeah. my face, and neither you or Matthew didn't tell me. Why uh, did you do that? I don't know. I didn't even really notice. Um, <laughs> I have come home from nights out. If I wear regular mascara, even like good regular mascara, I have mascara running down my face every time. Megan, this is where you come in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. let's start off with what the different kinds of mascaras are because there's quite a few different kinds. There's a lot. So I think if we break it down into like two main uh, criterias, mm-hmm. um, so if you look at your concerns, so like what you're trying to enhance or improve about your natural lashes, so it might be you're looking to elongate your lashes, you're looking for more of a curl, you're looking for more volume, you're looking for more lash definition, mm-hmm. that's kind of like one part of what makes up a mascara. And then the other part is the formula. So then you've got is it waterproof, is it tubing, is it fibre, is it... Mm-hmm you know, whatever the formula is made up of. So that is, in a nutshell, all the different types of mascaras. And then you just pair the formula plus whatever the um, concern is together Mm. to create the mascara. I reckon mascara is one of those things that we are so heavily influenced by with other people saying, oh, this mascara is the best. Mm. You know, you've got to try this. Or you see it on TikTok and someone else's lashes look great. My lashes pretty much look sh** with any mascara. There's maybe three mascaras that I would buy again, and that's the L'Oreal Paris Lash Paradise, mm-hmm. uh, Benefit Bad Gal Bang, and I also really liked the Inica Bold Lash for anyone who's into more of a, a natural makeup kind of brand. Honey, you mentioned the Sumptuous Rebel, which is a tubing mascara, and then yep. the Lancome one. Do you have any faves, Megsy? Joe, I've got like nine faves. Uh-huh. But, oh, wow. Um, but there's one that I've used for six years. Okay. And what is it? Like quite literally love it. I don't think I'll ever part ways with it. It's Telescopic L'Oreal. Oh. Got it here. Oh, I've never used that. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, neither. It's really good. The thing is, though, when you're looking at the mascara, it depends what you want to achieve. So you need to look at the little wand and the brush. Yeah, because I hate those plasticky wands. Same. I like the yeah, ones. see, this is plastic. Uh. So what I like to do is I like to always go in first with like a fluffy 
wand or brush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So something like Paradise, for instance, L'Oreal yep. Paradise. Mm-hmm. And that just goes and gives it like a nice first coat. And then you've got something to like grip onto. And then once that's like semi-dried, I'll go in with telescopic mm. because it's got like, it's a really hard little like plastic bar and then it's got the little teeth on it. I guess you could get really into the roots there. You could get into the roots, but cause the bars like quite stiff, yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word, it curls them up. Okay. Um, and the formula is really dark. So you get that volumizing look, but they're curled, they're lengthened. Your lashes actually do always look good. Why have yeah. I never asked yeah. you what mascara you use? They don't look good today, but when I do them, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm good at doing my lashes. Can I yeah. ask you a question? Cause my mum, um, her friend gave her this tip and this sounds like mm. what you do. So she uses the, there's two benefit mascaras, Bad Gal Bang and some mm. other mascara. What's the other really? They're pop- real? That, yeah. So she layers them. She does one and then she uses the other and she says it's amazing. I never thought to layer mascaras. Always. And two different ah. type of wands. Always. I've done it before, but I feel like because my lashes already are so straight and they kind of almost hang down that if I put too much product on them, they don't hold a curl. Yeah, you do have to get a lightweight, a yeah. lightweight formula. But if you wait, if you, so if you go in with like a super like volumizing one first, you're going to get too weighed down. Mm. So you need to go in with a really lightweight, like fluffy brush first. And then you go in with like, or even the Lancome um, mascara that has the little plastic teeth. Mm-hmm. And then that'll just go through, disperse all the product, push it up. And I think you'll get a good result. Okay. I'm going to trust you Mm. on that. Um, If you knew nothing about mascaras or makeup in general and mascara is one of the only products you use, how would you know what kind is right for your lashes? Um, Good question. So there's actually a whole article. It's on Birdie Beauty. Mm. There's basically every lash type. So if you have sparse lashes, if you have full lashes, if you have whatever you want. And then it tells you the matching brush type that you should look for Ah, in a mascara. That's helpful. We'll add that to the episode notes. Yeah. Yeah. But just going off like, you know, audio, think about what you want to enhance in your natural lashes. So let's just Mm -hmm. say I want curl and length. And then when you're looking into a mascara, look for those keywords um, because that's basically what you're trying to achieve. Yep. So can you give us a bit more info on tubing mascaras? How do they work? And I think the biggest question, how the hell do you remove them? Well, Han, you actually, you've written a great article on tubing mascaras, but... um, You're the guest though. I don't want to take over. (laughs) I know, I know. All right. We'll give me some I mean, I could take over, but I won't. (laughs) She's so funny. Um, So to share you know, from Hannah and everyone else. Um, So tubing mascaras have polymer tubes in the formulation and then they basically create like a tube around each individual lash. So it's kind of like a glove on the lash. Mm. Rather than putting paint on your hand, you're putting a glove onto your hand. Same thing with a tubing mascara. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, Hannah, do you want to tell us how to remove them? This is what I do, but you don't have to do this. So when I get home from like a from like a date or something and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I've got tubing mascara on, I actually get in the shower <laughs> rather than just doing it at the sink. And I then like I basically just like put my, what do I do? Like I soak my lashes. Your thumb and index finger together. Yeah. So I like I soak the lashes and I like put some water mm-hmm. on them and I leave it. And then that kind of like loosens the tube and then I use like a makeup remover cleanser 
or like an oil cleanser to get mm-hmm. rid of all the makeup. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I just, I like, I let them sit and I have a shower and I relax. But if you don't want to have a shower, you could just probably do that at the sink. Well, you can let them marinate in water yep. for a bit. The best way is just warm water. Yep. So Hence the shower. Yeah, exactly. The shower's <laughs> great. Um, so yeah, that's a great way. If you are finding it like super hard, you can use like an oil cleanser um, or Joe, there's that Scandinavia, that makeup remover spray. Yeah. That gets like anything off. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, do you have any favorite makeup removers for really stubborn eye makeup? Scandinavia, whatever that spray is yeah. called. <laughs> I really like a balm, like a balm mm. cleanser for taking stubborn eye makeup off and just like letting it yeah. sit for a minute, massaging it in. But even I find Bioderma, if you just soak the pads mm. over your eyes for a couple of minutes yeah. and you just leave them there and you just like let the micellar water sink in. I feel like that is really good as well. Mm. The only thing with the chibi mascara is you can't really just get micellar water. Like that that doesn't yeah. work on that. So you really have yeah. to soak them first before you try to get rid of it. They I, Like honestly, having oily skin can be so annoying. Like I mm. sometimes I just want to use a regular old mascara. I don't want to have to have a shower when I get home. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Now even I um, need to use a tubular mascara for my bottom lashes because mm-hmm. they always touch yeah. no matter what. I'm having an issue at the moment because I just started reusing INV, which is a lash serum, and I used it <gasps> yes. from like January to July last year. Remember in those IGTV videos, you and I were talking the they other day so about long. how I looked like I had lash extensions. So I started using it probably six weeks ago again because it got to the point where they were like touching my eyebrows I was like, I need a bit of a break and they've grown so quickly again like you should see I don't know if you guys can see yeah, how they're like, really long long they are but it's ridiculous how long they are um, and now I'm having the issue when I put mascara on that again it's like touching my um, upper lids mm. so it's transferring onto there whereas usually my eyelashes don't touch up there mm. but I'm having that issue with it transferring so I think I'm going to have to use a waterproof but I don't even have a waterproof I've got a mascara. Tip. Yeah. I've got a tip because I hate waterproof mascara, but I too get the, once a whole YouTube video, I had mascara underneath my brow bone. <laughs> I didn't even know. Um, so put your normal mascara on first and mm-hmm. then just at the very end, do like one coat of waterproof over your normal. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it, it gives that like transfer proof effect. Yeah. But the waterproof mascara is like clinging on to your normal mascara ah. rather than your actual eyelash. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then it's easier to remove. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try that. I need to get a waterproof. I do have not not a mascara question, but I've decided in this lockdown, I'm going to learn how to put on individual lashes. Do you think I can do Ooh. that? Is that possible? You can, Han. I back you in anything. Okay. Yeah. You're a very smart mm. woman. Okay. I'll let yeah. you know how I go. I've wa- I've watched it being done so many times. I think we've like it's like curling your hair. You just have to practice. Yes. The hardest thing about doing it on yourself is that you can't see like where you're slotting. Yeah, okay. That's the hardest thing. But you got this. But remember, I can do this. Oh my That's god! That's true. Yes. I can close I one eye. Have one eye closed. Yeah, I can freaky. do. I can close one full eye and have the other eye fully it's open. Honestly, terrifying. <laughs> oh, oh you're born for this. Oh, oh, you're actually you yeah, this. I was born for it. This is why the. This is why God gifted me this gift. Wow. Yes. 
<laughs> we found it. Good luck with that. I, I wish you. Why don't you give us an update? Yeah, check next that week. I will. I will. You, you're in lockdown now, so why don't you have a practice? I will. I'll I'll let you guys know how it will be on my Instagram. So yeah, I'm excited. Well, thanks for answering all of our mascara questions, Megzi. We'll link those extra resources in the episode notes for anyone who's still on the hunt for their Holy Grail mascara. Um, you've heard ours, but again, don't be influenced by what other people use. Find your own. Yeah, It's out there for mm-hmm. you somewhere. Hannah, what is your product you didn't know you needed today? So I actually have got a cleanser. Mm. I never I never use new cleansers. Like I'm just not a new cleanser kind of gal. But Same. I started Yeah, I started using this one because my skin has been very irritated. I'm breaking out. Mm. Plus I've had the skin treatments. And I I started using this Bioderma Adaderm cleansing oil. Mm. It's only I love that moisturizer. $16.99 for the 200 mil. And they've got a four a, a one liter as well. But what yeah. I really like about it is it's I don't like things that are overly fragranced. Mm-hmm. And particularly with a cleanser, I do like a Sometimes I use an active cleanser, but at the moment my skin's freaking out a bit as it does in lockdowns. So I like something for sensitive skin. And what's really good about this one is it's for your face and your body. And I'm actually using this thing on my chest at the moment to try to um, fade my sunspots. Yeah. So my chest is a little bit sensitive as well. So I'm using this cleansing oil on the body and the face, which is really great but it definitely does not strip the skin it is not mm. drying like it's actually really hydrating yeah. it actually has lipid restoring agents as well so mm-hmm. it'll actually nourish the skin as well as getting rid of any like dirt and bacteria i would liken the atoderm range to lorish posay's Telerian, like quite similar in that they both target very sensitive skins yeah no i'm loving this one but i love that you can get it in a liter and then you can use Mm. that as your cleanser for your face and your body we love a big boy yeah yeah and i've also like my skin's so dry at the moment like i'm just i'm not in a good place right now um okay (laughs) my skin's just freaking out i don't think any of us are (laughs) yeah so i'm getting my eggs frozen at the moment maybe we can do it as a cringy combo because it's um and i've got like breakouts like all over my neck as well now. Like it's like those big boys all over my neck. Yes. I'm just like not in a good place. <laughs> but I made it for this recording. So Yes. I called her and she was like, I'm not well. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in bed for 24 hours. Yeah. So yeah. no. But I'm she not. does it for the content. She's here for the oh, people. Of course. My skin has also felt super sensitive Mm. like you know when you get that really red and my mum said my skin's looking really red as well so anyway Mm. I'm just using this cleansing oil a hyaluronic acid serum and then like a thick moisturizer and I'm hoping that will save me anyway and also I like the price of it $17 is I think yeah and I love bioderma products as well I think their stuff's really good and what is yours today So my PWD KWN today is more on behalf of other people because I saw this in action and I was like, okay, I think people need to know about this if they don't know already. So a few months ago, we got invited to a Dyson event, which was a private event for um, staff at Adore Beauty. So our teams that are involved in onboarding brands and, you know, introducing new products. And then of course, our social team, social and content team as well. And they showed us this new attachment, which was going to be included with the Dyson Supersonics. 
And I don't think at the time they had named it. Um, they were calling it like a code name mm-hmm. and they've now released it. It's called the Anti-Flyaway Attachment. It's shaped like a backwards C and it clicks onto the front of your supersonic. It's just like any other supersonic attachment, like, you know, how they have the diffuser and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's used to tuck short flyaways, like baby hairs, behind longer hairs. So you know how um, the Dyson air wrap uses the coander effect yes. to curl the hair and yes. all of that? Um, so that uses the same kind of technology, but it helps to tuck those hairs under. And Megan and I filmed it in action because we hadn't really properly used it on each other. And she'd curled her hair and she'd had like volume spray and stuff in. And I filmed it for her. And as it was happening, I was like blown away, visibly shocked. Yeah. My jaw dropped. And I was like, oh my God, that looks so good. Um, So it really added heaps of shine to her hair and smoothed down every single flyaway that was sticking out and any frizz that was sticking out as well. So I feel like if you blow dry your hair with the supersonic and you tend to get flyaways and those sticky uppy bits that you just can't get to go down with anything, I would definitely recommend trying this. At the moment at a door, it only comes with the supersonic. So if you've already bought a supersonic, um, I believe they are selling the uh, attachments separately on the Dyson website, but mm-hmm. at the moment you can get it with us with the supersonic. So if you're thinking of buying a supersonic, I know it's 600 bucks, very, very bougie, but this attachment I was very surprised by. I didn't expect it. So if you want to go and look at that, we'll put the link to the reel that features our lovely Megan in the episode notes so you can go and watch it directly if you're interested to see how it works. But um, I haven't had a chance to try it on my mum yet because obviously lockdown. Uh, but she tends to get a lot of flyaways because of her grades. Wait, grave. is this the one with 200,000 views? Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm watching it. Oh, wow. See how shiny it makes it look? What the hell? I know. Oh, my God. It's a pretty this... incredible, like, innovation. Wow. And I think you should go and watch it if you haven't seen it. Again, that's we'll put it in the episode notes. Um, but that's my product. I didn't know I needed. Not that I need it because I don't have flyaways, flyaways. or frizz, but seeing it in action, I was like, I feel I just need to tell people about that's this. amazing. And actually, I have my own uh, PWD, KWN, but it's not something we sell on the weekend because yes. we're in lockdown. Yes. My housemate has a uh, shellac, like a gel nail kit so she has like that uv light and all of the gel polishes and so i did my toenails in shellac on the weekend and i did a pretty good job i'm not gonna lie i did it really well yeah and they look like professional quality i ended up um soaking off my sns and i've made such a mess oh yes of course your long nails no i got those taken off at the salon and then i got those glit those gold glitter ones put on oh yes that's right yeah and um, I actually ha- wanted to get them taken off because I had a date and I was like, I think these oh. these daggers are a bit scary for a first date. Oh, I just was yeah. like, I want to go just go back to normal. <laughs> yeah. And then we went into lockdown and I actually broke a nail and usually I'd go and get it fixed. Oh, and I was like, yeah. 
beers and I ended up just soaking them off. Yeah, fair enough. We're not getting out for, you know, no. months. So yeah. we're not. Yeah. yeah. So we're back. We're back, guys. Oh, Maybe we should do another. Poor psych- Victoria. Wait, can we get a psychologist on to do another I, episode? Yeah, I think we need it. I think we're for our Melbourne and Sydney listeners, uh, I think we do need to do that. So I'll speak to Matthew about that one. Um, should we do a little Netflix slash streaming service update oh, on what yep. we've been watching? I have watched Dr. Death recently. Not mm, worth it. I, I did didn't. not like it. I also watched uh, Cruel Summer on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty good. Like it was pretty cringe but also just it was an easy watch. We enjoyed it. Um, what am I watching? I just finished a show which is a very like it's not the best premise. Mm. Anyway, it's about death. Um, it's called okay. it's called the end. It's on binge, oh. um, but it's an Australian production and it's fantastic. And the guy, really, oh, Josh in it, okay, he is hot. But just warning you that it's like it's about death, and she works in um, end of life care. So oh, okay, yeah, it was absolutely incredible though. Um, the other one that I am watching, oh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is back. It's on SBS. Mm-hmm. In case you didn't know, that new season is out. Oh, and there's a new, and there's a new. Oh my god, it's coming out. I think on Amazon. It's the new Nicole Kidman, which I am just waiting for. It looks right up my alley. Mm. Nine Perfect Strangers. It's a, it's a, it's some sort of wellness retreat. Nine strangers from the city gather for a ten day retreat, a health and wellness res- at a health and wellness resort, which promises mm-hmm. to transform and heal the guests who stay there. However, the resort is not what it seems to be, and the guests are about to discover many secrets about each other. It's like got a great Australia. It's got Australians. It just it was it was the one that Nicole Kidman came to Byron Bay to oh, do. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm so excited. You know me and my wellness retreats. Yes, I do. <laughs> so I'm really excited. I'm like just waiting for it. It's August 18th. It's coming okay. out. Cool. Oh, well, that's, yeah. Yeah. Yep, awesome. Very soon. So by the time this comes out, I'll have started. It'll be out. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, uh, that's how Netflix and every other streaming service update. Um, how, look, can I just ask, mm. how many streaming services should oh. one have? <laughs> So we do it as a family and we have yeah. net we have Netflix, Stan, Amazon, Binge, and then that's it. That's all we've got. Okay, that's also what we have. And okay. I thought, is that excessive? But no. I was also considering getting Apple because I want to watch Ted Lasso. Everyone's told me to watch that and it's only on Apple. So Yeah. How much is Apple TV? I don't know. Okay. I'll look into it. I'll let you know. <laughs> Can you let me know? Do they have a 30-day free? They might. Yeah, they might. Start free trial, seven days free. Do okay, it. Okay, cool. I can smash that out in seven days. Oh, I'm going to do, do that now. Okay. Sold. <laughs> All right, I'm <laughs> off. Getting into bed again. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.